This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Back to Husky Ballpark. First pitch to Brock Hale is over for a strike. That's only the 69th pitch by Jordan Jones, and we are in the seventh inning. Just an incredible effort by Jones. Here's the 0-1, and Hale fouls that one off. 0-2. Yeah, he's just commanding all of his pitches tonight. He has not come close to walking anybody yeah, he's the entire gotten a, night. He's gotten a 2-3-1 counts, and then he got strikeouts out of those. So, man, he's done a good job. No balls, two strikes to Brock Hale. Hale checks his swing and fouls the pitch off. So he has five strikeouts on the game, and all of them have been to our one through four batters. How about that? So the top of the order isn't really pulling their weight right now. They've got to put together a big inning right here. Starts with Brock. Hill smashes one up the middle. Base hit by Brock Hale. Fantastic. Boy, just waited that curveball out. Came in and hit uh, a pitch right up the middle for the Cougars' third base hit. Yeah, 0-2 of the count. Night. 0-2 count there, right? And yep. got a breaking ball and put it right back up the middle. Good job, Brock Hill. Get things hopefully going here. Now Jackson Clough will step in. Jackson 0 for 2, a strikeout and a ground out. It's hard to tell because of their uh, windscreen if they have anybody in the bullpen down there. You wouldn't assume. I mean, that's 70-something pitches. But, you know, it's interesting with Jones. We were really shocked that he started tonight because he threw Saturday, right? He threw Saturday right. for him, and he threw 90 pitches in that game. And then to bring him back on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he's on four days rest. You don't see that very often. And so he's the guy they've gone to, and it really hasn't been a problem for him because what has he done? He's been fantastic oh, so he far. Oh, yes. They might try to do this again next week. Yeah, no kidding. Four days rest. We're running the kid out there. He's been great. Now uh, timeout. And we are going to get a pitching change, I believe. Yes, we are. They're going to go to the left-hander in the pen. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with the new Husky pitcher, Right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Chris Michaels in for the 21st time this year for the Huskies. Two wins, a loss. 41 strikeouts and 26 innings pitched. Michaels uh, really throws hard. The lefty will face Jackson Clough. Cougars have a runner at first base. Nobody out. As Hale singled off of uh, Jordan Jones, who's only in mid-70s, the pitch count, but he's coming off a Saturday start. I'm sure they were trying to be careful with Jones. Uh, he threw a, a special ball game tonight. Yeah, he threw great. Only gave up three hits on the day. And, uh, yeah, both starters end up only giving up three hits with their book being closed. Not, not officially closed for Jones yet because Brock Hill is his run if he was happened to score. But, uh good outing by both starting pitchers and now you see Michaels who's a left-hander big six foot four lefty can run it up there to 95 miles an hour and loves loves to throw his fastball he's a junior out of Puyallup Washington and now Jackson Clough steps in the Huskies third baseman about even with a bag I think halfway expecting a possible bunt here by Clough we'll see what coach Mike Littlewood has called here with uh, Brock Hill at first base and the pitch to Clough checked his swing, fouled it straight back for strike one. Yeah, ball up and in almost would have hit him 
but just foul tipped it on the check. Owen won the count to Jackson Clough, the sophomore out of Meridian, Idaho. Having a fantastic sophomore year, young man off his mission, and boy, he's come back and hasn't skipped a beat. There's a bunt attempt, and that uh, ball was bunted back into the screen. Looked like a pitch was maybe out of the zone a little bit, maybe a little bit lower than the strike zone, but Clough went after it. Now he's in a hole 0-2. She'd mentioned uh, Coach Littlewood gave him one chance and then had him bump. Now he's got to have the green light, try to get the ball in play somewhere. Well, Brock got down 0-2 and was found a way to get a hit, and now Jackson's got to do the same. Here's Michaels from the stretch, and the pitch is a little bit low for Ooh. ball one. Michaels long look in at the umpire. Yes, it was. My goodness, that was a close pitch. Tough one to take, but he hasn't really given that pitch all day. As you mentioned, he threw 88% of his pitches are fastballs, so you got to almost sit on that pitch. One and two the count. Here's Michael's pitch to Clough, and he swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Yeah, not a good at-bat there by Clough. You check swing on a ball and foul tip it, and then you, 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 you try to bunt that would have been probably ball two, and you foul tip it, and then you strike out on a fastball down the middle. Something you haven't seen too often from Clough this year. He's just been so, so good in these situations. Deming now steps in. Austin is one for two, singled his last time up. And Chris Michaels looks at first and throws to first, and uh, Brock Hill back in safely. Yeah, and a bat like that, boy, you've got you've to make something positive happen. Yeah, you've got to find a way to get Brock to second base no matter what you do. And like you said, I mean, the check swing and then, then you bunt at a pitch that's out of the zone. And then the strikeout, which is very unproductive, uh, something we haven't seen the entire year. There's a fastball over for a strike by yeah. Michaels. Yeah, it's just something you haven't seen from Clough, and, and he's got two strikeouts on the day. He really hasn't seen it great today. Just been such an offensive leader this year. Rain continuing to come down here at uh, Husky Ballpark in Seattle. As we have a scoreless tie here in the top of the seventh inning, both teams with three hits. Cougars have committed the only error of the ball game. Great college baseball game here. First game of a three-game non-conference series, the Huskies and the Cougars. And here's the 0-1 to Deming. Runner going, throw down, and they are going to get Brock Hale as Kale threw a strike right at the bag at second base. Second baseman Nick Roberts took the throw, and uh, Brock Hale slid right into the tag. Yeah, coach calls a hit and run, and, and Deming swings right through it. you got to find a way to put that ball in play or foul it back. And Brock gets thrown out at second because of it. So now Deming's down 0-2. Two men out. And Clemens set up the belt. Here's the 0-2, and that's up high. Cougars just really unable to execute, even when they had anything going, which hasn't been a whole lot offensively tonight but haven't been able to put any kind of uh, hits together. 
As Clemens pitched to Deming, checks the swing, but went around. Two strikeouts by Clemens coming into the ball game, and the Cougars are retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. We're through six and a half. No score. Washington and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the bottom of the seventh scoreless game here in Seattle. Kaiser Weiss, the number nine hitter in the lineup. Umpire was uh, talking with the home plate, uh, or the home plate umpire was talking to the coach for Washington there. I'm not sure if it was about the rain. I don't know. Or what the situation was, but uh, I've seen him play through a lot worse than this here in this ballpark. Again, the only dirt part of the entire field is the pitcher's mound. As Reed McLaughlin starts the uh, bottom of the seventh, first pitch is down low, ball one. McLaughlin with a strikeout. Bases loaded in relief to end the sixth. And now Kaiser Weiss, who has doubled in the third and struck out in the fifth. Steps back in. And McLaughlin's pitch is uh, a little bit outside for a ball two. Two and all the count to Weiss. The Huskies have left uh, seven men on the last three innings in the 2-0 pitches inside for ball three. Yeah, you don't see Reed fall down follow fall fall down 3-0 very often. And McLaughlin with uh, only eight walks and 35 innings this year. Number nine hitter up there. And the 3-0 pitch is over for a strike. Yeah, this is not the guy you want to walk because then you have the their best uh, situational type hitters coming up next. Three and one the count. Pitch from McLaughlin. That's over for a call. Strike two. Boy, it looked like uh, Weiss right there taking all the way on the three-one count. Reed McLaughlin with the 3-2 count, and here is the pitch. Swinging strike three. Reed comes all the way back from the 3-0. He's faced two guys, struck them both out. That's a great job by Reed to come back from 3-0 and get that strikeout. And you'll notice that he's down there on the bottom of the the back of the mound just trying to kick his cleats out that the dirt is so wet now that it's just sticking to his landing foot. And maybe that's the reason why his control wasn't as good the first three pitches. Top of the order, Ramon Bramasco steps in. He's 0 for 2 with a walk. And the first pitch over for a strike. One man out here in the bottom of the seventh. Both teams with three hits. Huskies have had a couple of real good scoring opportunities. But uh, Wood and uh, McLaughlin have uh, pitched out of those. Count is uh, down low for a ball. Yeah, they had the fourth, fifth, and sixth inning. They had a runner in third and couldn't find a way. Santa Clara has now extended their lead 4-0 over Gonzaga. Hit a three-run home run 
Probably. So that would definitely be a big upset in the conference. The nice thing about this weekend for us is we cannot get any worse than five losses in league play. <laughs> Pitch is hit right at uh, second baseman Sue. He's got it and will easily throw him out. So Bramasco retired, two men down, and that will bring up uh, Nick Roberts. Roberts, a ground out, two strikeouts in the ball game. All three of his at-bats uh, came against Jordan Wood. Again, uh, beginning to rain just a little bit harder here. They do have a roof area right above probably about uh, six or eight rows of the uh, grandstand here right behind home plate. And that pitch is over for a strike. These two teams, as we've mentioned, of uh, swing and a miss, 0-2. This is the 35th game, and there has not been a shutout thrown in any of those 35 games. And right now we've got a shutout on both sides. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's going to end at some point. Yeah. But Laughlin, 0-2 with two men out. And that ball's fouled off. And Reed McLaughlin just continues to throw strikes and uh, just continue his uh, tremendous freshman season. How many years ago was that? That was the last time that uh, BYU played Washington. Do you remember, Brent? I believe it was 11 years ago. Wow. Pitches up high for a ball. Two and two the count. Can really see that rain coming down now. My goodness. Here's the one two pitch. Ball fouled off again. 2011 was the last time. So eight years ago. Cougars won the first two games here in Seattle. I remember doing those games, and the Huskies won the final. There's been 25 games against these two teams in their history. One and two again as McLaughlin rocks and fires. That ball hit. Slowly out to Brian Sue. He's got it, and we'll throw him out. And McLaughlin throws a perfect seventh inning here. Go to the eighth. No score, BYU and Washington on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Mitch McIntyre will lead it off in the eighth inning for BYU. Scoreless game, Cougars and the Huskies. McIntyre is 0 for 2. He's flown out twice, both times to the left fielder, Surreal. Rain continues to fall here in uh, Seattle as the grounds crew came out and talked to the home plate umpire. And the first pitch is a bunt attempt, fouled back into the screen. Well, Mitch tried to drag bunt that, which a lefty here and a second baseman playing so far back, I like the idea of a push bunt here. Pull that with you and force that first baseman to have to go make that play, and then you beat the pitch of the bag. As long third, as you get, you yeah. get, if you get it, the third baseman's playing in, you don't want to go to third. Well, balls and a strike. Here's Michael's pitch. That's on the inside corner, 0-2. 
McIntyre, Kringlin, Nyberg do up in the inning. Both teams with three hits. Cougars have really not even had much of an opportunity. Jacobson's double, a two-out double. Back in the uh, fourth inning. I mean, really, that's been it. That's been it. They did, uh, Brock Hill was thrown out trying to steal second base last inning, but that's it. Jacobson's two-out double, and Brian Sue popped out to end that threat. A ball and two strikes. McIntyre pops it up. Left fielder coming over in foul territory. He is not going to get there. Boy, he went into the wall. A ball landed out there and just got over the wall, and great effort out there by Surreal. Boy, great effort. I mean, he just kept sliding on that carpet right into the fence. They put a little moisture on the carpet, and you'll slide about twice as far as you normally yes, do. Yes, you will. You'll slide right past the bag if you're not careful. Ball and two strikes to Mitch McIntyre as we begin the eighth inning here. Mike Littlewood in his seventh year for the Cougars down in the third base coaching box. Pitches inside for a ball. Trent Pratt down the... Third base side, also Michael Bradshaw, the pitching coach. Tuckett Slate here next to me, the director of baseball operations. Well, 2-2 count here. He's just throwing nothing but fastball. Hunt that fastball and get a good pitch here and hammer it. 2-2. Michael's pitch is inside ball three. Wow, close take right there. Close take. Well, got yourself back to a full count. Now find a way to get a leadoff hitter on right here. McIntyre right on top of the plate. Three and two the count to the left-hander. And here is Michael's pitch. Good swing fouled off. Yeah, really good swing right there. Just battle. Keep battling right here. And take ball four. Find a way to get on. Right-hander throwing for Washington. Nobody up in the Cougar uh, bullpen. A couple of guys up, but I think that might be some defense. I think they might pinch hit for Nyberg here if the lefty stays in. A couple of guys, I think position players are down throwing. Here's McIntyre, and he steps back, and that pitch is down low, ball four. So a leadoff walk to Mitch McIntyre. Great at bat right there by the Cougar center fielder. Yeah, it really is a good at bat, and I tell you, Michaels was not happy with that, Brent. He pounded his glove and screamed at the umpire, and I'm surprised the umpire didn't catch that. He, the umpire looked away. Well, he warned him because he's, he? he's pulling out his pad of paper. He's going to write. Write something down. Bill Van Raphorst. As Kringlin will be step in there, I would imagine you're going to see a bunt right here from Keaton. And he's proven all of his career. He can lay it down. Yeah. Need to execute a sacrifice right here and give the bottom of your order a chance to maybe knock in that first run. And it looks like Carson Matthews is on deck. He's a good fastball hitter. He likes hitting fastball, especially off lefties. Remember last time he played against uh, Murphy at San Diego, he jumped a fastball for a two-run home run. And Murphy is very similar to this guy. Kringlin steps in, throw to first base, and back in is uh, McIntyre. He's got great speed. 
Kringlin, you can see his uh, hand going up the bat, so no doubt a bunt situation here for the senior who is DHing here tonight. He's 0 for 2. He's uh, grounded out and uh, popped up for and out. Keaton's average 245 as he steps to the plate. And here's the pitch, and Kringlin takes the pitch. It's down low. gets away oh, from the catcher. No. And McIntyre just got a, did not get a good read on that ball. It got about 15 feet behind the catcher, and McIntyre did not advance to second base. Yeah, unfortunate bounce right there. He just didn't see it. And, and if, if you don't see it, you can't just guess. You have to be smart about it. And so Mitch doesn't take off, which he clearly could have got to second base. Man, tough break right there. So Kringlin now with a 1-0 count. Third baseman in well in on the turf. First baseman is in front of the bag at first. And here is Clements' 1-0 pitch. Kringlin takes that one for a strike. Went up and uh, squared the bunt and took the pitch. Looked like a pretty good pitch to bunt down a little bit. Yeah, hard to tell how low that pitch was, but called strike, and he's got a good zone, so obviously it was a good enough pitch. Top of the eighth, no score, BYU and Washington here in Seattle, and another throw to first, and uh, McIntyre again back in safely. Boy, that was critical right there with that uh, ball that got past the catcher. Because now you have runner at second and Keaton's bunting to third. And now you have two shots to score him. Oh, man, little little things in this game, Brent. Rain continuing to come down here in Seattle from probably about the third inning on. Again a throw to first and again McIntyre. Back in safe. First baseman's not even on the bag. He's about three feet in front of the bag. Yeah, they're doing a hard crash here just in case Keaton tries to push. The third baseman's really trying to get in there to see if he can get the lead runner at second. So you need a good bunt here down the first baseline. 1-1 one, one pitch, Kringlin takes that one just a little bit low for ball two. Boy, I'll tell you, that was a close pitch, and Kringlin pulled the bat back. So Mike Littlewood now, head coach, going through a series of signs for both Kringlin and McIntyre. As BYU trying to get that runner into scoring position. Kringlin with 27 hits on the year, 11 RBIs. And just trying to move a runner up right here. 2-1 again, he squares the button. That's way outside ball three. And you can see Clements, a very emotional pitcher on the hill. I yeah. mean, he's uh, every pitch that, he, uh, that he's thrown, he, you know, you can see some real emotion coming out of him. Well, 3-1 here. The bunt's still on probably, but if it's close, just take it. Find a way to get two guys on here. Three balls, one strike. Clements again looks over at first. And the pitch, and there is a bunt attempt by Kringlin. Bunted right back into the screen. So the Cougars, a couple of opportunities here to bunt guys up and just have been unable to do it as of yet. And 3-2, I, I, I can't, I wouldn't think that they would have him bunt in this situation. He might, though. He might. He might. Late in the ball game like this. 
Three and two the count. McIntyre at first base. Nobody out. And Clements from the stretch, and he'll throw to first. And McIntyre back in standing up. Punaway right here, Keith. Right here, big situation right here. Keaton Kringlin, the senior out of Cedar City, will step back in, and here is Clements with the pitch. Strike three called on the outside corner. Kringlin goes down on strikes. And you got to swing the bat there. you got to swing the bat. Can't take strike three. Carson Matthews now, the... Freshman wearing number five for the Cougars will come in and pinch hit for Nyberg, the left fielder. Matthews, a 5'8", 170-pound freshman out of San Clemente, Capistrano Valley High School. Cougar starting shortstop for the first part of the season. And Matthews uh, loves the fastball, and he's got a guy out there that will throw a fastball to him, the left-hander Clements. And a quick throw to first is uh, McIntyre back in safely. Yeah, I really like this matchup right here. Matthews is a good fastball hitter. If he gets one elevated, he'll jump in. He can hit one down the line. Matthews, 278 hitters, had 72 at-bats. It's a home run, 11 RBIs. And Clements... Set, and here's the pitch. Matthews takes that one outside for a ball. Well, the Washington pitching staff really getting the job done when the Cougars have tried to bunt people ahead. And Cougars just unable to execute here in a couple of critical situations in this ball game. McIntyre with really good at bat to lead off the inning. Fouled a couple of pitches off and was able to induce a walk out of uh, Michaels. Kringlin trying to bunt, move him forward with a bunt, unable to do it, and strikes out looking, and now uh, Matthews up there. With uh, Casey Jacobson on deck. Pitch to Matthews is over for a strike, and Jacobson another fastball-type guy. Yeah, if hits you can, it, hits it much better. If Matthew can have a productive at bat here and get Mitch in scoring position, you know you have a chance with Casey, who has your only, you know, one of your actually your hardest hit ball of the day to take a lead here. One and one. Chris Michaels, we're in number twenty-eight. The lefty rocks and fires, and Matthews fouls that pitch straight back. A ball and two strikes now. Cougars and Huskies again tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Utah time, 6 o'clock here on the West Coast. Both teams with just three hits in the ball game. And Carson Matthews trying to Get a base hit right here. One-two count. And again, a throw to first. And again, McIntyre, really not much of a lead there, able to get back in safely. 
Yeah, really worried about him over there, and he hasn't really shown any idea that he'd like to even think about stealing. Again, a throw to first, and again, McIntyre back in safely to the bag. Tomorrow night, uh, Josh Bergman, a right-hander, will go against Easton Walker, a right-hander. Here's the 1-2 to Matthews, a little pop-up. It'll be an easy play. First baseman is there, and he'll make the catch for out number two. So the Cougars just unable to uh, put anything together yet offensively in this ball game. As Jacobson, who has one of the three Cougar hits, doubled in the third, flew out to center field in the sixth. I'll see if he can get another fastball and jump one and hit one in the gap and if, see if Mitch can score from first. It's hard to score from first at this field because of the dimensions. It's not a big park. Jacobson steps in, first pitch over for a strike. He's doing a good job right now of throwing fastballs away from all the, the Cougar hitters, making it hard for them to, to really hammer a pitch. Just find a way, hit a single here, and get uh, Brian Suop with a chance to, to drive in a run. Michaels, two wins, a loss on the year, 5.06 earned run average. And that ball fouled at the plate, 0-2. Tough conditions tonight with the rain coming down. Pitchers have uh, totally dominated this ball game. And I'm not sure these conditions favor the hitter or the pitcher, but tonight it's yes. it's definitely been the, the pitchers that have uh, been able to uh, deal with these conditions. Yes, it has. Pitchers have won the day so far. Oh one two, Michaels. Pitch to Jacobson is down low for ball one. First of a three-game set, Cougars and the Huskies here from Seattle. BYU trying to win their 25th game of the year against only nine losses. And uh, Washington right now flirting with a 500 mark, 16 and 15 on the year. Pitch to Jacobson. That ball's fouled off. Yeah, good swing right there. With uh, McIntyre's speed, if you hit the ball maybe in the right center field alley or down the right field line, possibly. You might have a shot. He could score. But it's only 317 down the line here in right. Maybe left center, too. Here to be able to split that gap, they really have to hit it hard to do that. Jacobson steps back in. One ball and two strikes. And here is the pitch. Swing and a miss on a curveball. Jacobson goes down. Cougars are retired. No runs, hits, or errors. One man left. We are through seven and a half, no score. Washington and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Changes for the Cougars. Uh, Mitch McIntyre moves over to left field. 
And Jelovich will take over in center. Danny. He'll come in for Matthews, who popped up for an out in the last inning. Jelovich playing very deep in center field. He needs to come in a couple steps as Nick Kale steps in. First pitch up high, ball one. 3-4-5 due up for Washington against uh, Reed McLaughlin. That ball hit pretty well. Brock Hale, however, in right field is right there. He'll make the catch for the out. One out here in the eighth as uh, McLaughlin has faced five. He's retired five. And Connor Blair will come up. He is a one for three today. So McIntyre was down working in the bullpen just in case they needed him on the mound here late in the ball game. And then he came out to took over in left. And Jelich, a great defensive center fielder, is inserted in there defensively. First pitch is over for a strike. Blair, seven home runs on the year. Single his last time up. But Laughlin from the stretch. Here's the 0-1. Hit hit pretty well. Left field. Back goes McIntyre. Looking up. This ball is out of here. Home run by Connor Blair. First run of the ball game. His eighth home run of the year. You know, that ball almost looked like he was off balance a little bit up on his front foot. And just... uh, Got just enough of it to get it out of the ballpark. Yeah, he definitely was out on his front foot and stayed on plane and just hooks it down the short porch and left into the bullpen for a solo shot. Well, first run of the ball game here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And Joe Waynehouse will now step in. McIntyre went back, and the ball probably cleared the fence by two or three feet. Probably went about 335 feet. Ball not hit well at wall, uh, uh, well at all, but just hit in the right spot of the ballpark. And there's a little ground ball out to Sue. He's got it, and he will throw Wayne House out for out number two. And how crazy things can change with one big clutch hit, right? One swing of the bat. All it takes is one. It's been the difference in this ball game. And Mason Cerillo steps in. He is 0 for 2. He's grounded out twice and walked. 248 hitter as he steps in. First pitch is over for a call strike from uh, McLaughlin. And the funny thing about that is how much on... Uh, Blair's front foot he was when yeah. he swung at that. Yeah, out I mean, in front, I just, like one-handed that and just hooked it. Swing and a miss, 0-2. I didn't think there was a chance off the bat that that was out of here. But hit it to the short porch and got it out of here. That's, what, seven or eight home runs for him now in the yeah, year. Yeah, eight. He's got power. Here's the 0-2. That's outside for a ball. 
McLaughlin now up uh, 28 pitches in this outing. As he had retired five straight before giving up the uh, solo home run. And here's McLaughlin's pitch, and that's fouled up and out of play. Well, that's the one part of the ballpark. If you're going to lift it and get it up, you've got a chance. And Connor Blair hit it right there. Here's the 1-2. Little looper left field base hit in front of McIntyre by Surreal. Too good of a pitch right there, 1-2. Ball over the plate, elevated. That'll bring Ben Baird to the plate. Baird is 0 for 2, two strikeouts. He walked his last time up. It's been uh, eight years since these two teams have played each other. Looks like we've got a pinch hitter or no, pinch runner. Pinch runner at first. Number, number seven coming in. Number seven, uh, Braden Ward, the sophomore out of Merced, California. is pinch running for Surreal. And Baird, the right-handed hitter, will step in against uh, Reed McLaughlin. Throw to first and the runner back in safely. Well, the Cougars with uh, opportunities to get guys into scoring position, but just unable to execute late in this ball game, might end up really costing them. They've got uh, one out or one inning left to try to take uh, tie it or take a lead. There's a ball hit up the middle, and that's going to be through for a base hit. Runner was moving on the pitch, and so the Huskies will have runners at first and third. As Ward was moving on the pitch. Yeah, good execution right there. Taken off, hit the ball up the middle. He goes first to third. And now you got a chance to, to add on a big insurance run right here for the Huskies. Runner on third now. You really got to bear down if you read right here. Jonathan Schiffer will be the hitter. Schiffer struck out in the third, walked in the fifth, struck out in the sixth. He is the first baseman for the Huskies. Huskies now one run on six hits. Cougars no runs on three hits. And McLaughlin rocks and fires, and that pitch high and tight, ball one. Yeah, you really need Reed to to get out of this inning with only the one run and give your your team a chance to, to tie it in the ninth. One's a lot easier than two, Brent, especially on a night like tonight where this rain is starting to really pick up. Here's the one ball pitch. And Schiffer fouls this one over just above the Husky dugout into the crowd. Of course, with this all-turf field, the only part of the field that they cover is the pitcher's mound. Has a great drainage uh, 
on this field, much like uh, Larry Miller Field does. Play through almost any kind of condition unless it's, it rains or snows so hard that uh, makes things unplayable. A swing and a miss. One and two. We might see a little trickeration right here with two strikes. You might see them try to leave early and, and get Noah to throw down and then try to steal a run here. So you got to be smart here. Good speed at third base, and Ward, we saw him. And he's got a good lead, too. He's wanting him to throw. There he goes. Here's the double steal. And now the uh, pitcher just allows the runner to go to second base. Didn't he want to make a throw? Yeah, it's not the worst thing right there. I mean, yeah, you did get someone else in scoring position, but they want you to get rid of the ball so that it makes it a long throw. Plus, it's a, you know, it's wet out there, tougher play to make. And now you just say, hey, I'm up 1-2, and I'm going to go get the batter right here. Two Huskies now in scoring position, and here's the 1-2 pitch. Up high for ball two. A good ball game here tonight, the real pitcher's duel. One run scored. Solo home run here in the eighth. And now Huskies uh, threatening again with two men out. And here is McLaughlin's 2-2 pitch. Swinging strike three, and Schiffer goes down for the third time in the ballgame. We'll go to the top of the ninth, 1-0 Washington leading BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Steve Emanuel's the big right-hander in for Washington. He will face the top of the order, and Brian Sue here in the ninth with Washington up 1-0. Emmanuel 6-5, first pitch outside, ball one. Yeah, well, you got your 1-2-3 your coming up. It's their, it's their big guy. He's huge, throws 95 miles an hour, fastball slider guy. Got one save on the year, two wins, three losses. This is his 20th appearance as Sue hits the ball right at the shortstop. He's got it on a couple of hops, throws the first for the out. So Brian Sue, 0 for 4 tonight. And that will bring Noah Hill to the plate. We're going to have a pinch hitter for Hill, number eight for the Cougars. That's uh, Brian Call is going to come in and hit. So Call, the redshirt freshman, called on him here in the ninth inning to try to pick up a base hit. And the first pitch from Emanuels is inside ball one. This young man can swing the bat, as we've seen earlier in the year. Yeah, got a little bit of juice. Hit a three-run home run. His very first hit is a Coug. Good contact hitter. Here is Emanuels' pitch. That ball hammered pretty good. Right fielder going back. Looking up, he is there, and he will make the catch for the out. So two men out for the Cougars. That ball hit pretty well, but right into the teeth of that breeze that's blown in from right. Yeah, you don't want to hit the ball that way this time of night. And now Brock Hale steps in. Well, if you want a guy up there in this situation, it's Brock Hale. Yes, it is. One swing away. Brock one for three today. It's hitting 329 as he steps to the plate. 
And Emmanuel's the big right-hander's first pitch is down low, ball one. That's a frustrating game. To only get one base runner to second the whole entire game, that's just your offense has just been getting completely destroyed by the UW pitching staff today, Brent. No doubt about it. And the Cougars are unable to really execute and try to get move guys up when they had a couple of, you know, shaky opportunities, but they were opportunities. Yeah, had a chance in the eighth. Leadoff runner on, couldn't butt him over, end up striking out, and then you get back-to-back outs. And uh, then they hit the big home run in the bottom of the eighth, and here you are down one in the ninth with two outs, and now your guy's up. 1-0 the count to Brock Hill. He's got seven home runs this year. Everybody down in that dugout right now hoping for number eight. Pitch is down low for ball two, and you know Emmanuel knows exactly who he's facing. As he's been very, very careful with Brock Hale. And we got Clough, who's been our best hitter this year, on deck. So if Brock can get on, starts to make things a little interesting. Pitch is uh, a ball. So Hale down to first base, and that will bring Clough to the plate. Well, very obvious, the Huskies wanted nothing to do with Brock Hale. Yeah, they really didn't. They didn't even throw anything close to the zone to Brock and said, oh, we're going to take our chances with Clough. And, okay, Clough, take that personal yeah, then. Yeah, Clough's got to be thinking, what what the heck, man? Yeah, get a fastball in the inner half and hook one down the right field line and take a lead here. Outfield's playing deep and no doubles, so scoring on a hit's going to be extremely tough unless it leaves the yard. First pitch to Clough is Ooh, inside balls. corner fastball. I guess on the corner, call the strike. Yeah, man, that's been a ball all day. 0 and 1 the count. Two men out. Tying run at first base, and the pitch to Clough is over for a call. Strike two. Another fastball just poured over the inside corner. Yeah, I tell you what, Clough just has not seen it well tonight. This is his four straight at bat where he's gotten to. A 1-2 or a 0-2 count. Put a ball in play here. Find a way. Get the next batter up. Emmanuel, 37 strikeouts and 34 innings pitched. And here's the 0-2. Clough fouls that one off. Straight back. Emmanuel has the lowest earned run average on the Huskies team. Giving up 10 runs in 34 innings. Opponents are only hitting 200 off the big right-hander. As he's trying to pick up his second save of the year here tonight against BYU. And here's Emmanuel's pitch. That's way outside and high for ball one. Find a way back right here, Clough. Find a way to just get yourself on base. Get the next guy up. The rain has kind of stopped. Just a little drizzle coming down now. Wind also pretty much come to a dead halt here in the ninth inning. And here is the one-two pitch. Strike three called inside corner fastball, and the Cougars go down to the Huskies here in game one in Seattle by a score of one to nothing. As BYU just unable to figure out this uh, Washington pitching staff. Great job by... uh, by Jones, Michaels, and Emanuels 
to end the ball game, and the Cougars uh, just unable to score a run here in game one against the Huskies. We'll be back uh, with a postgame report right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.